Glory to God forever and ever. Hallelujah. Jesus the Christ is the Savior. He's the Son of God. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Good Shepherd. He's the Bread of Life. Amen. Lord, we give You this time. Thank You so much for revealing Yourself to us. Holy Spirit, we welcome You. Thank You for everything. I believe with those listening for their needs, whether it be emotional, spiritual, financial, physical, and mostly that You will reveal Yourself to them today and that they will receive the amount of You that You have for them. Amen. We pray, send out laborers, Lord, to the Middle East, to Israel. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Do you realize that literally humans were born to fellowship with Jesus Christ, with God Almighty? That's the, that's the deepest reality of knowing God. That's what every person who makes it to heaven will fellowship with Him forever in glory in His wonderful presence. Literally, the Lord Himself. The Lord is one and His glory fills the universe. Literally. Now, as we know He fills heaven, okay? There's three heavens. His glory is everywhere on the earth now since Jesus died and rose again. And, is, and God has sent the Holy Spirit. There is a second heaven. That's a whole different teaching. What a wonderful... This is... I want to say something. How does someone receive this? It's having that personal, private relationship with Him, which that sounds very common sense, right? We hear, you know, someone may say, well, why do you say that? That's the absolute 100% key. Nothing else. Everything flows from that. Everything that a human being was created for flows from that. And it would be, well... So wonderful. This is literally the purpose of life. The reason for living is to know Him and to every... It, it's, a, it's an eternal... He's an eternal revelation and we go from glory to glory. And how, what is He like? Well, He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. He gets more and more wonderful as we know Him. And the, you might say, you could say the final result of knowing Him is fellowship with Him. But it's not really final. That's, the, that's what humans were born to do. It, what I'm tr- wanting to say is beyond words. Truly beyond words. I'm continuing to say this because it's just so disappointing that how we miss it. And in this short message, I'm, I'm going to give some more extensive content about faith, this wonderful topic. But I want to hold off on that and just do it at the end of this message 
and I am going to put some things in the notes, new things that I've never done in this podcast, in all the years of this podcast. But those, everything, including the wonderful revelations of, that Jesus reveals, flows from knowing Him. It would be better for someone, anyone in the world, to just go directly to Him once and every day than go to anything else, even the Bible. Some people can disagree with me on that, but that's, that's the whole key. In other words, sometimes we have to say things in an extreme way, right, to kind of shake us up. And Jesus did that, if you notice. He said things, and He's God Almighty. But here's the... Someone may say that this is somewhat extreme, but really it's just... Um, it's the answer. Is It would be better for a person in the world to only have one thing. A relationship with with God, with Jesus Christ. If they If they never hear the Gospel, they go directly to Him and they find their Lord, their Savior, their God. If someone hears the Gospel, amen, they're fortunate. Go right to Jesus and they have that relationship. The only thing, and, and it would be better not to have, well, all I'm saying is nothing else can save us. Even our Bible cannot save us. Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, He He is God Almighty. He's a living person. He's He He is the Lord God Almighty. And I believe there's there, there's two groups of people in the world: people who never have a Bible, never hear the gospel. Some who never hear the gospel. Okay, and then there's people, the other group is people who do have access to a Bible and who hear and or hear the gospel. It's I believe it's easier for that first group to be saved and make it to heaven. I truly believe that. I believe that. It's we get we do everything else except go directly to him even on a particular day. What a wonderful privilege. The greatest privilege. This is the greatest and only privilege for a human being is to know Jesus Christ. To know God. That's the greatest. It's the only privilege. Outside of Him, if someone doesn't have that, they miss heaven. And I could say it more extreme than that. But I want us to keep this so positive. This is What I'm saying is so wonderful. Do you realize, let's just stop and take a time out to, to have a, that relationship with God Almighty, with Jesus the Christ, the most wonderful, glorious person, so glorious. He, he's an eternal revelation. Both God the Father, well first, Jesus Christ is an eternal revelation. Eternal revelation. Someone could live a million years on the earth and they would still be just in awe of Jesus Christ. And He's, okay, 
And then there's something even greater than that, if it's even possible. The only true God. Jesus said, my Father is greater than I, greater than all. He is an eternal revelation also. Just so awesome, so wonderful, so... uh, And, and, okay, so a truth within all of this is He's revealed Himself through His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is literally... Well, you know, that famous saying by Wesley, God came to earth as a man, justified Himself to the world. That's so brilliant, so powerful, so awesome. And, and, and for every individual person, that's so incredible that we can know Jesus Christ and that He's how wonderful Jesus is. Let me get to the heart of... of it, it is fascinating that most people in the world, if you ask them about Jesus Christ, even unbelievers, they would have a wonderful glowing report, right? About, I mean, amen. That people, everyone knows how wonderful He is. Like the man and, and all that He is, all that He did in His ministry. And that, okay? But here's the, one of the main things. His glory and presence is so wonderful, He's beyond words. Every person who's been to heaven says the same thing. It's beyond words and the Lord Himself beyond words. It just, you can't even... They said the, the, the ways that people wrote about it who've, you know... Uh, they said, I found everything that I ever wanted to be. Everything. I was... When they saw Jesus, when they were in His presence, when they were in His... So our ministry has put together a book, Heaven 33 Stories from a Real Place. If you want to know what Jesus is like, what the Almighty God is like, there's 33 specific true testimonies, stories, that all, they, they occurred over a, about a 150 year span people from all walks of life, all places on the earth, all over the earth, different places on the earth, and they all have the same every story, if you really testimony, if you really get it right down to the they're all the same. Which proves that it's they're true. Okay, and yet people still doubt. People still say, oh, well, these are just dreams people had. Okay, this is not in the Bible. Well, it's in the Bible. Paul went to heaven, saw heaven. It's in the Bible. Okay, so if you doubt it, there, if you, you know, that just bugs me. If you, I'm, I apologize, I've got a little bit of a, I just want to drive this home, this glorious, that, okay, so that's the point that I wanted to make. Even unbelievers know how wonderful Jesus Christ is. And the the things he did as a man, the the wonderful things he taught, the things he revealed, what he did, dying for the world. Like if anyone 
doesn't see that, well, that, I mean, it's just, how could they not see it? But, but again, but it's, as we go on with him, more and more wonderful, more glorious, and his presence and glory is the, is what is the, the key, and that's the answer for us. That's how we walk with him. That's how we know him. That's how we can do the works. I just heard in Revelation, we'll be judged according to our works. Well, how do we do those? It's through the power of the Holy Spirit. He does them. Amen. He. That's a deep truth a great man of God presents. Anything we do on our own is in the, in the flesh is rejected. It's not, it's not accepted. It's not the flesh prophets, nothing, Jesus said. But so wonderful that this, this opportunity. And remember, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. I want to come to you in humility and say that I have missed it so for so long. And that's one of the reasons I'm really, you know, driving this home in this podcast. Our ministry has, we're, we're you know, proclaiming the gospel on numerous platforms as much as we we can to kind of redeem the time and, and get it out as much as possible, but then let it go. We can. There's a powerful truth. This same great man of God I just mentioned talks about how um, if we have to push it and make it happen, that's us and that has to die. When When the Holy Spirit is doing things through us, when we furnish the vessel and do it, it's so wonderful. He does it. He gets the results. We can even let it go. We just present it. We know that some people will receive it. If some people won't. And in fact, there's people we should not even tell. Give, uh, speak about the anointing too. Jesus said, don't give what's holy to the dogs. Don't cast your pearls before swine. Jesus said that. There's, there's, it's literally... There are people who will receive the gospel, people who won't. And, and this man of God also, as you can tell, I follow him. Uh, he, he now believes after all these years of ministry, there's people, there's the elect, people who God, uh, who are going to be saved, and there's people who are not. And that's just the way it is. It's sad. It's tragic. We can let that go though because... Amen. We just simply proclaim it and, and wonderful things. And that same principle in our personal walk with Him, we just furnish the vessel. Amen. A brief review, something I mentioned yesterday that is that I heard this week. It's a great, really brilliant explanation of something um, many people may ask. Well, why doesn't God give everyone a vision of heaven or a vision of hell or have Jesus come to them directly so that they can be saved? That's the general thing is, you know, this is the, a big objection humans have. Is they say, oh, you say God's all, almighty and omnipotent and yet people... Why didn't he save everyone? Okay, this answer comes from Bill Weiss. He's he's a 
minister, preacher. He's got a YouTube channel, written the book 23 Minutes in Hell. Jesus, God, took him to hell. He had an experience in hell. His answer is great. He said, we're saved by faith. And by grace through faith. And he said, he pointed out, um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. It's by hearing. It's not through visions and experiences and so forth. When God, and something He did not necessarily mention, He did say that He had been a Christian 28 years before He had that experience in hell. So He was already saved. It wasn't to save Him. It was to, you know, God was doing something supernatural. He did not point this out, but the larger point is... is, um, I think it's true that most of these people... In fact, if I think about it, you know, we've done books about heaven and hell, people who have had experiences in both places. If I'm, I believe that all the people who had those experiences were already saved. So that lines up with what he's saying is we're saved by faith, nothing else. And that's a really, oh, that leads to this whole subject of faith so glorious and wonderful. It's a mystery of the kingdom, but a very much a reality and so practical. It's so practical that faith, every person on the earth has faith. Unbelievers have faith. Even an atheist, they have faith that there's no God. That's what they've chosen to believe. Um, every, God's given every person a measure of faith. That's glorious. That means He wants to save every person. Every person can be saved. He's given every person a measure of faith. So, this again, this subject of faith, we often, there's controversy even around it, which there shouldn't be. You know, people criticize Kenneth Hagin because he's, that was one of his main messages about faith. Well, Jesus' second most frequent topic was faith. I hope they don't criticize Jesus. And, and let me just, I want to kind of take a, a little break and just say um, in these, I'm going to put in the notes a summary of the seven levels of faith. There are seven revelations of faith in Hebrews 11, 1 through 6. I give credit to another man of, the man of God that I, whose teachings I follow a lot. Um, I give him credit for these. Now, it's all in the Bible, but it's a... It's a um, but I give him credit for putting these in such really uh, great lists and summaries. And then also three revelations of faith, starting with the measure of faith and then the fruit of faith, the gift of faith. But the main thing is it's such a wonderful revelation and subject because everything in our most holy faith becomes that. When we meet the Holy Spirit, Jesus, His glory and majesty, He gives us faith. He gives us love, faith, hope, joy, peace, happiness, everything that a human being could ever want. And faith is within that. It's not something that we work up 
I want to emphasize that the supernatural aspect of really everything in our in our faith, but especially faith, the Holy Spirit, Jesus gives us faith. And faith, if you look up the Greek word, literally means reliance. So it's just relying on God. The seven levels of faith start with weak faith, little faith. Remember Jesus spoke about that. Wavering faith, active faith, great faith. Remember Jesus said, I've not found such great faith. And that's in Matthew 8. And then strong faith, and then perfect faith. Okay, seven revelations of faith in Hebrews 11, 1 through 6. And then the three revelations of faith. Again, the measure of faith, God's given that to every person. Then, if, if they develop, if they get saved, measure of faith is also can be called saving faith. That's how someone gets saved. Then, if they develop that and go into the next, the next revelation, they can have the fruit of faith. And then that can lead to the gift of faith. So they are, it's a really wonderful thing that they are connected and lead to, to, the, to the next one. I want to at least touch on, you know, I'm wondering why there's some controversy around faith and about, you know, again, just an overview. I, I don't know if it, some may not realize this, but in the charismatic side of the Christian church, um, ministers like, okay, there's some... Some, there's two sides of the Christian church. Charismatic Pentecostal, and the other side is the evangelical, which is probably 80-90% to 90% of the Christian church. The evangelical side, some people criticize, in fact, greatly criticize the charismatic side. You know, certain great men and women of God, you know, maybe Oral Roberts, I mentioned Kenneth Hagin, they're in heaven now, but... Um, others that for some reason now remember some evangelical that side some of them don't believe in the in miracles in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit and you know healings and and so forth the nine there's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit the three power gifts are the gift of faith the gift of healings gifts of healings and then the working of miracles amen you know jesus operated in these fully and you know that's how miracles occur is practically speaking and this is a whole nother teaching but like oral roberts would lay hands on people that was okay he's a patriarch of the faith now other ministers will not and kenneth hagan would do that too not always but and then other ministers would are in a with a big crowd they don't necessarily need to lay hands Reinhard Bonnke he doesn't he's in heaven too but he would not you know he had such large large crowds the anointing was flowing people were getting healed he didn't have to lay hands on them the gift of faith was in operation the the gifts of healings the working of miracles amen and i'm wondering why I at least wanted to point this out that it's just so glorious. This, you know, the the whole one of the the secrets and keys. Jesus Christ became what we are, so we can become what He is, and do what He did. Jesus said, 
He who believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. Now let's think about that. We know Jesus healed in many times everyone who was following him. Numerous times it said he healed all. And we know that there were the specific healings that we see. I've, I've, our ministry found at least 28 or so of the specific ones. You know, people, the, the man 38 years had been paralyzed, was healed. The woman with the issue of blood, that's a famous one. The, um, you know, the, the crippled, the, the, the blind saw, the deaf heard, demons cast out. Uh, through, raised three people from the dead. And Jesus said, we can do the same things. That's what's so incredible. So if you want some inspiration, look up those men of God that I just said, and women of God too, Marilyn Hickey, all these wonderful ministers. Amen. This is, and, and they, we can learn from them. This is the supernatural signs and wonders. Jesus even said, you people don't believe unless you see signs and wonders. I believe what He's saying there is, is that it almost takes those for us to believe for real, to really believe. It's just we as humans, we miss it so much. And I don't, I don't want to be negative, but you know, if Jesus said something, it's an eternal revelation. There's something about we as humans where we, we miss it, but then it takes a lot for us to, to get it. And an example is, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We need to hear it over and over again. Over and over. And then our spirit person receives it and we're building ourselves up in our most holy faith. Amen. Well, thank you for listening. Please do visit our websites. Um, our main website, wonderreality.org. Please email us at hello at wonderreality.org. We've on the home page of that site is our the websites most of the websites that our ministry has launched please check out our books the book about he- books about heaven and hell are on that main website there for free and th- uh, thank you for kind of bearing with my I, I know I was a little said some, you know, maybe some things a little extremely. I don't want to do that, but I I want to make that point. And we see that Jesus did say things so perfectly, but he, he, it's like he, you know, he was, he was expressing teaching and saying mysteries of the kingdom, which are beyond words. Beyond words, he told his disciples, to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And when he said things like, to be my, well, what's an example? He said, to be my disciple, if someone does not hate his family and, and his own life, he can't be my disciple. What does he mean there? He's saying, to be Jesus' disciple, our love for him, for God and Jesus Christ must be so great that our love for our family looks like hate. Of course, he's not saying to hate them. Okay? He's he's using an extreme t- 
teaching to reveal this wonderful, an aspect of this wonderful gospel. Just in that, we can be His disciple. We can do that. How do we do it? Just love the Lord your God with all your heart, with everything you have, and others as yourself. Glory to God, we're believing with you for your needs. We're here for you. Please consider being a partner with our ministry. We need your prayers and we do need financial support. It's not it's expensive to do the things we're doing, you know, to do websites, books. I mean, it, you know, it's always but when someone gives, they become a partner with us and they're playing a they are part of what we're doing. By the way, our websites, we've done just a, some looking at some of the stats, not all of them, but people in more than 60 countries now have visited these websites just in the last about month. We've, and most of them have been launched in the last month. We've had websites for quite some time, but we really didn't, we never pushed them or promoted them, and not, we haven't promoted these other than they're on our homepage of our main site, and then occasionally I'll put them in the notes of the podcast, but that's it. I mean, but people from all, every continent, people from, uh, just in the last few days, people from Egypt and Saudi Arabia and China, numerous, I mean, people from many different cities, I mean, in China, that's one of the most, uh, that's one of the most, uh, frequent places that we see as China. So, well, anyway, blessings. Thanks for listening.